Hi, everyone, and welcome to Murder and Merlot. We are a true crime book club podcast. I'm your host, Tara. And I'm your host, Michelle. Happy New Year, Michelle. Happy New Year, buddy. Exciting 2021. Hopefully, knock on wood, it's a better year. Um, zero expectations. Yeah. That's what I'm putting out for this year. <laughs> the bar is real low and we don't want to be too optimistic because, you know, that would just jinx then, everything. Yeah. Yeah. 2021 can just like step over the bar. They don't even have to like do anything fancy yeah. to be better than last year. So it's fine. Exactly. Minimum effort should be easy, but I don't want to put it out there to the universe as a challenge. So. Nope. Nope. Just keep it, keep it's it level. Just, it's just Don't chill. Make too many sudden movements. It'll be fine. Chill vibes. We're going to pretend <laughs> like we're not even here. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yes. Did you have a good New Year's? Uh, I did. It was super chill, which I love. My family, well, my husband and I have been ordering Chinese food and playing vintage video games for probably the last 10 years together on New Year's. So we've just carried that tradition along and did it with our kids. And so we taught them how to play Mario Kart and that was a blast. Yeah. (laughs) And, you know, I was in bed by 11. So love pretty good. Yeah. I'd be okay with that. (laughs) What about you? Uh, It was okay. We, Marley and I just went to the ice fishing shack because it was less depressing than just sitting on the couch. And then we drank some whiskey in the ice fishing shack and we took Hank along. And so it was fun to have Hank. Oh, in there. Fun. Yeah. Cause he is not only afraid of the hole because we have like a giant hole in our shack, but he's also afraid of the fire that we have in there. So it's just <laughs> hilarious. He's on edge at all times. And it's like, dude, it's chill. It's fine. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm with Hank. I've taken my kids ice fishing and that big asshole, <laughs> it puts me on edge. Too. Yeah. He's sitting there as if something's going to reach out and grab him. It's like, it's, it's fine. See, I'm more afraid that my kids are going to fall in the hole. Well, I mean, but... that's yeah. And then there's my husband and his friends that intentionally jumped down the hole and it scares the <sighs> shit out of me. And I don't think I could do that because the thought of being trapped under ice is just like, Oh my God. Nope. Oh my God. It's making me nope, nervous. That makes my chest hurt. <laughs> Just thinking about it. Ugh. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> but anyways, yeah. New Year's was fine. Um, there's also some fireworks across the lake. So we got to watch those as well. So it's good. That's nice. Our, our neighbors two doors down set off fireworks. At oh like yeah. 930 or something. Like woohoo. Happy 930. <laughs> woohoo. <laughs> to the entire town because you know you are in a town (laughs) I know like we literally are like next to main street yes like a block (laughs) over that's cool (laughs) uh people are funny yeah 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 and how was your Christmas it was much different to say um (laughs) the least but it was very good my husband is an amazing cook and he cooked a duck for Christmas Eve and he mm. got up at four o'clock in the morning on Christmas day to start smoking a brisket. Oh my God. Um, it was so good. Like, oh, it was so good. So yeah, it was really good. Was it good? Yeah, it was good. Just reliving it. <laughs> That's excellent. And yeah, it was just, it was, yeah, it was nice. Just simple and Kids Loki. had fun. It was beautiful out. So we went for a walk and mm-hmm. made them play outside. And yeah, it was yeah. a really nice day. That's good. 
Mm-hmm. And you? <laughs> I shouldn't even say because I'm just depressing. Mine wasn't very good because I was by myself, you know. Well, my husband was there, oh, but yeah. we went ice fishing, and, which was which was fine. But um, it was just sad <laughs> not seeing anybody else, and we didn't catch any fish. Yeah. So it was just like it wasn't ah. very exciting. Well, but um, lots of people sent us food, so it was like. 70% crying, 30% eating. <laughs> That's pretty much how my Christmas <laughs> went. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I also shed a few tears on Christmas. So yeah, that's just more than I probably should have, but you know, <laughs> it's just, it's just yeah. that kind of I'm year, you know, we know this, yes. it's fine. <laughs> I, you know, usually I can push everything down, but uh, no, not, <laughs> not this time. No. And you know what? What a way to end 2020. <laughs> right? Tears on Christmas. Right? <laughs> so many tears. It's lovely. Like we said, the bar is oh, real yeah. low for 2021. Real low. Just it's touching yeah. the ground. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be better. It's going to be better. It's going to mm-hmm, be better. Mm-hmm. Put yeah. it in the universe. It's going to be better. I hope all of our listeners had a better Christmas than I did. That would be yes. great. Uh, but yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, I don't have much else to say about that. Because <laughs> it's just all sad. Uh, but speaking of Christmas, though, we thought we would share our favorite responses to our last fluff and stuff question now, which was, of course, what is an unusual Christmas tradition that you have? And since we're talking about Christmas already, we thought we would just share our responses now. Absolutely. So my favorite response was in an email. <laughs> our first email email fluff and stuff response we've ever gotten so it was like super exciting um it's from lucas and all the email said no other context or anything it just says all caps christmas lizards and jaeger shots (laughs) and i'm like hell yeah (laughs) whatever that means i love it (laughs) Uh, i was like yeah i understand i'm like okay well i'm glad somebody does (laughs) yeah that that's my fam (laughs) And love and it. we do love our Jaeger shots. We do. Mm-hmm. Um, and they always have a um, a Christmas, they have a lizard, like it's a toy lizard that is hung on their Christmas tree every year. And then you kind of have to find the lizard. It's kind of fun. Oh, that's cute. <laughs> we don't buy a and, box of uh, lizards and just like let them go on Christmas morning. And <laughs> well, not yet. Anyways. Not yet. <laughs> We could escalate this. You've now given you've now given him an idea. So <laughs> next year. Oh, I'd love to see that, honestly. <laughs> Just not in my own house. No kidding. <laughs> I feel like his mom would not be happy if he brought a box of lizards. <laughs> no. To Christmas. No, probably not. But man, no. That would be entertaining. <laughs> so fun. And on Facebook, Lorraine said, We eat fruit cocktail and toast for breakfast. It was the one thing my mom could make us eat because we were so excited and now we can't not have it. And I love that. That is like Christmas breakfast. Like, here kids, eat some shit so you can open your toys and go away. Yeah. I love it. Exactly. Because if you're going to slave over a huge breakfast that they're not going to appreciate, well, that's not very fun for anybody. So it's like, get some food in you. Let's go. Right? Yeah. It's perfect. Right? (laughs) Fantastic. Yes. Yeah, so were you still able to do your unusual Christmas tradition, even though things were weird this year? There was no toga oh. Christmas. Oh, that's too bad. And it was very sad. Yeah. Yeah. No. Oh. But maybe we'll have like 
I don't know, toga February or something <laughs> when things settle down. I don't know. That sounds great. Just the whole month of February. <laughs> Just right? commit to it. <laughs> A different styled toga. Yes. <laughs> I don't know how many different ways you can wear a toga, but we're going to find out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, got to try, right? Right. <laughs> Excellent. Well, at least like after my uh, crappy Christmas day, it was nice when we sat down to eat the food that was sent to us. I told Wiley to pick a movie and he picked Forrest Gump. And I was like, oh, my heart. That's really oh, sweet. <laughs> so we, it. we still got to watch Forrest Gump for Christmas. So that was that was really nice. Oh, I love it. Did you text your cousin while you're while you're watching? No, I didn't. <laughs> I'm terrible. Oh, you totally should have. I like, know. I'm watching it. Yeah, like, <laughs> where's yours? <laughs> no, I was just, you know, eating my food and being sad. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, so that sucks. So lame. It's At least okay. Wiley was super sweet. Yeah, and also Hank watched it with us and that that made me happy. <laughs> Hank's not a house dog. That's, that's a big I deal. know. Yeah. It, for him to sit and while we're eating supper too, he sat on the couch with us, watched a movie. Like that's a big deal. That is huge. Merry Christmas, Hank. Yeah. <laughs> the spoily boy. <laughs> right. Yeah. All right. Well, we should probably mention that this isn't like a normal episode whatsoever. If people can't already tell. No. <laughs> We didn't explain no. anything yet. Um, yeah, for our first no. episode this year, we thought it'd be really fun to review our last year and our first year doing this whole podcast thing. Yeah, I can't even believe how far we've come since I know. <laughs> the beginning of last year. Like, right? I can't even believe it. Like, it's been an entire year since we have been like planning and working on this thing. It's insane. Super cool. Yeah, so we're going to yeah. talk about some of our favorite parts and some goals and that kind of stuff and just have fun with it. Yeah, yeah. So sit back and enjoy. But uh, first, grab your glass and get cozy. Let's talk about murder and Merlot. <laughs> Pink. That was supposed to be my champagne. <laughs> Again, with the bar being really low, that's the sound of the year. I didn't want to open a whole bottle of champagne to drink for myself, so I thought a wine bottle would be an appropriate replacement, and it just isn't the same. Awesome. Yes. Anyways, let's Funk. do an actual cheers. Tink, tink. <laughs> ridiculous awesome all right so this leg is ridiculous it's driving me nuts oh yes we we have a very bad leg and a bit of an echo it's uh starting off great starting off with a bang it's fine it's fine i'll fix it in post i'll try anyways yeah 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 Alrighty. okay so questions that we have so what was your favorite book well, Mind Hunter, obviously. Yeah. But If You Tell and Green River Running Red are right up there on my favorite list. Uh, if You Tell was incredible. It, mm -hmm. I haven't read a book that fast in forever. Yes. And Green River was intense, but it was so well done. And we learned so much in that book. Like, 
yeah, it has to be oh, a favorite. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And like we said last episode, a couple episodes ago, that it just has a special place in our heart. <laughs> yeah, this morbid warm spot, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I really well, want to go back through it. And what about you? It um, it's hard yeah, because. I, yeah, for sorry. sure. <laughs> this leg is ridiculous. Um mm. It's fine. Um, it's it's really hard because I love so many of the books that we read. But I think as well, my top mm-hmm. choice would have to be Mindhunter. It's a classic. And it's the mm-hmm. beginning of the study of serial killers, which without it, who knows how different the true crime world would be today. And sorry, all my answers are long-winded as per usual. Um, you could argue that John Douglas, uh, if he wasn't the one to do it, then somebody else would have, you know, been there and done it. But I don't believe it would have had the exact same results. His timing was perfect. And so many infamous killers had been active at that time or just recently apprehended. So it was like the prime time for these interviews to take place. So I just think that's, it's just fantastic. And then my honorable, yeah, my honorable mentions for my favorite Books would be um, Waco, A Survivor Story. Of course, I'd rated it 10 out of 10 Mm -hmm. in the book club discussion. And I said, If You Tell has really resonated with me as well. It was such a good book. Yeah. There's something really special about that book. It was horrific to read, Mm -hmm. but it was a story that I didn't know. And it was a story that needed to be told. So I really appreciated the writing. I really appreciated the the story and the knowledge of that horrible, horrible human. Absolutely. And I think it was just so unexpected because even going into it, like choosing that book, it was super vague, had no idea what we were getting into whatsoever. Not a book I had ever heard about before. So choosing it was kind of like, yeah, sure, we'll see how this goes. And then it was just fantastic. Yeah, do it. So it was awesome. Yeah. Agree. Agree. Uh, what was your least favorite book? <laughs> I don't, should we say ours at the same time? <laughs> Uh, because it's probably the same. It's probably the same. I don't think it's possible with this leg, but <laughs> we can try. I know I was gonna say do it. Could we do it? We could <laughs> let's let's try it. Okay. Three, two, one, devil in the white city. Devil in the white city. <laughs> okay, I'm oh, not man. I'm totally not gonna edit that just so everybody can see what we're working with here. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's not that I just don't know how to count. <laughs> <laughs> you're like you're waiting for my response. Then you're like, oh yeah, that one. <laughs> you just wanted to agree with me. <laughs> Devil in the White City has its place. There's a lot of history in there. There's a there's good things about the book. It just didn't tell the story that we wanted it to tell. And mm-hmm. I had to dive deeper into that world yes. to figure that out. But people love it yes read it let us know what you think we want to know because everybody has a different opinion about it yeah that's what I was going to say is you're allowed to have a different opinion about it so (laughs) if you do let us Mm -hmm. know we'd love to hear from you but um yeah honestly (laughs) I do feel bad for riffing on it all the time because I know (laughs) that people like it and no I don't want to hate on things that people have obviously spent a lot of time and effort on but just like you said it didn't meet our expectations because it it just wasn't what we thought it was going to be. And that's fine. It just wasn't quite murdery enough for exactly. us. <laughs> yes. Yes. So I've spent my entire adult life as a people pleaser. So me <laughs> hating on somebody's work is 
It's yeah. hard. But at the same time, I've also learned that my opinion has value. Mm-hmm. And what means something to me means something different to somebody else. So mm-hmm. sorry, devil in the white city, it just ain't for me. That's fine. It's fine. I will say, however, even though I didn't enjoy reading the book all that much, I really did enjoy your coverage of H.H. Holmes. And I was really happy with our episode that we did. Thank you. I was really, really proud of that episode too. Cause I was like, yeah. oh, I actually made it interesting. I know. I was like, okay, I can follow this. It's good. It's interesting. Like, I don't know everything about it worked. So I was like, oh, phew. Cause I was, you know, yeah, <laughs> such yeah. a downer about it. Michelle was like, so we're going to do two parts. And I'm like, eh, do we have to? Do we have to? I'm so mean. I'm like, we can do it in one. <laughs> but you did you did an excellent job. <laughs> yes, it was good. Yeah. I don't think I could have made it into two if I tried. So no, it's probably for the best. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So what was your favorite episode slash series? I loved our spooky series so much. Uh, it was just fun yes. and we had so much fun with it. But um, series-wise, Waco was incredible. Oh, um, <laughs> my life was kind of falling apart during the research and climax of that series, but mm-hmm. it felt good to be outraged at something other than my life. And it was such a deep dive into that crazy rabbit hole that it mm-hmm. just, it didn't stop. And I actually just had another Waco conversation with my best friend yesterday because nice. she finally watched the show. Oh, excellent. <laughs> Well, I that's got to dive down great. it again. It was kind of fun. Yes. Yeah. Revisit it yes. again. I could do that over and over again. If anybody wants to talk about Waco, hit me up. <laughs> like I will anytime, any day. Um, and I appreciate that that's yes. your favorite series because I put so much time into it and I felt like, oh my God, I'm so obsessed with this, but probably nobody else cares this much. <laughs> so I was feeling bad. So I, I'm glad that you were there <laughs> along with me. <laughs> I definitely was. And I, I definitely felt lacking as a co-host and oh, that aspect because my life was oh not chaos. at all not at but, all <laughs> you know you understand so it's all good I absolutely do and I didn't feel like you were lacking in any way <laughs> I just thought I was going oh, over the deep end you <laughs> That's uh, well I fake it well Tara I fake yeah. it well <laughs> <laughs> yes well no surprise Waco is also my favorite series And sorry, again, I have a long-winded response, but I just just want to preface that. Um, I've never felt such strong emotions towards a case before. Of course, with every murder or crime that negatively affects somebody, I have those normal feelings of anger and sadness, but never so profoundly like I did with Waco. And that all started with the Netflix series, which just blew me away. And that final episode was like, nothing I've ever seen before. It was awful. It was awful. Mm. It was incredibly done, but so heartbreaking. And it really shows what had happened there and the true heartbreak of that Mm -hmm. situation. Um, But after that, reading the firsthand account of David Thibodeau's experience was moving, probably because I could relate to him in the beginning with similar views on religion, like not really interested in school, same taste in music, that kind of stuff. So to see what went on in his life that led him to this religious cult out in the middle of Texas and that there wasn't some big catastrophic event that directed him that way was fascinating. Instead, there was just small and seemingly insignificant steps that resulted in such a drastic 
change in his way of life and way of thinking. That journey to me was unexpected and compelling, as well as the injustices that took place that resulted in the deaths of so many people, including children. So it was hard hitting and just oh, complex. The tiny humans. I know. So oh. mm-hmm. it's rough. It was very rough. It, it was very compelling. And obviously I still have very strong feelings about it. And I don't think <laughs> that will stop anytime soon. No, it's not going anywhere. No. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what was your favorite mini episode? My favorite was uh, Swift Runner and the Legend of the Windigo. And I'm not entirely sure why I chose this one as my favorite, but I do remember being very happy with the end result when it came out. Uh, We had a lot of good laughs in it, and I was confident with the story I put together before recording the episode, which turns out is uh, super important (laughs) when you podcast. So yeah, I really liked that episode. Um, It was one of my favorites as well, but I think it was because it creeped you out so much. It affected my life for sure. still does it did um I had two favorites because I'm that person I can't just choose one um Jennifer Morey's survivor story oh yeah I loved that story again it was one that I knew and being able to tell her story and she's such a badass like oh Mm -hmm. man I still get chills just thinking about everything that she went through and she overcame and you know her friendship with the 911 operator just uh gives me the warm fuzzies yeah (laughs) <laughs> that was a great one. The one that I would say that you and I laughed the most in. Oh God. Was is Doc Antle a cult, like, cult leader? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that one was super fun. <laughs> Went on for a very long time, but man, we had fun. <laughs> we had fun. And it was like that quarantine had just started tiger king had exploded and we were such a cliche because we were doing tiger king yeah but it was fucking hilarious and i don't care yeah i was like we shouldn't be doing this but we're going to do this because we want to talk about it absolutely yeah oh my gosh (laughs) that's so funny i was just thinking how different things were at that time but now realizing they're not at all because we're like back in the lockdown that we were in then uh <laughs> it feels different this time though I it feel, think we're just used to it or something but it feels different than it did when Tiger King came out it certainly does yeah it's a it's a different kind of vibe it's not great but it's different <laughs> mm-hmm. all right let's see what was your favorite morning news article okay so it's a toss-up between the wild boar that stole the nudist's laptop mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And the dead sex doll found on the railroad tracks. (laughs) Classics. (laughs) Some good bizarre articles. Such good bizarre articles. Yes. Uh, Mine would have to be in the morning news number seven, two Oklahoma men charged with castration cannibalism plot. (laughs) (laughs) That was my story. It was. But when I think of it. The morning news, this is what pops into my head. And everything about that story was just so bizarre and perfect. Like, so weird. I just can't get over the two hour castration procedure. It just still blows my mind. Oh, I know. And then he was awake, man. Uh, He was awake. So many parts about it. Mm, It's not okay. 
it's wild. So that would be my, my favorite right? one. <laughs> I love that. Yes. Love that. Uh, what was your podcast highlight of 2020? Emailing David Thibodeau was my highlight of the whole podcast thing. And I guess I haven't really explained that whole story on the show yet. And it's probably way more exciting to me than it is to anybody else. But um, (laughs) after the whole Waco series and everything, I felt compelled to reach out to David Thibodeau to be like, hey, I, I loved your book so much. And I just appreciate the effort that you put into it and everything that happened to you blah, blah, blah. And then as well, um, I found a website called, um, I think it's Waco survivors. And so they have some like information on there and some like merch stuff as well. That kind of, it helps like, um, how shall I say this raise awareness about the whole Waco tragedy. So I wanted to support that. And I was like, Oh, I definitely want some legit real Waco merch, basically. Like that's the coolest thing ever, but they don't ship to Canada. It's only in the States. So I was like, ah, man. So then like when I emailed David Thibodeau, I was like, oh, and by the way, I would love to purchase some of the stuff from you. Um, So if you ever start selling in Canada, like I will definitely reach out again and get some stuff from you. And he's like, oh no, I can, we can totally make it work. I can send you all this stuff. And I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. And even the fact that it was him that replied to me himself, I was not expecting that. I thought it was just going to be like some random person, but it was like legitimately David Thibodeau that I was talking to. And I was just so blown away. <laughs> and I appreciate. Yeah, you were. I, I, I cried. <laughs> I freaked out. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I yeah, just, it was very exciting. <laughs> it was, I just, yeah, really appreciate it that he put in the extra work to ship me stuff and it was just really cool. And now I have my very own David Koresh God Rocks t-shirt that lives on my wall. That's like my very prized possession. And then I have my own copy of Waco, um, a survivor story, which I didn't have while we did the series and it's, it's signed by David Thibodeau. And I just think it's the coolest thing in the whole world. And I just, thought it was so cool that I was actually emailing him. I know. It's crazy. <laughs> it's, crazy the things that we've done. I know. It's insane. <laughs> um, mine, mine was, uh, our shout out on Dark Poutine was pretty amazing. Yes. I, again, I cried. I screamed and I cried. And the, just the connections that we made in the true crime community mm-hmm. and the people we've interacted with like uh billy jensen hello i know right and greg olson david thibodeau like you said and scott hemingway like these people are incredible elena i know and ash oh my god like i know it's crazy crazy crazy. yeah (laughs) so cool but it's crazy (laughs) yeah definitely my favorite part of this whole thing has been talking to people like that because it just doesn't seem like a possibility (laughs) it seems like they're I know far away people in a different bubble that we're not allowed to actually like interact with we're just like graced with their like voices and their stories but then like we actually have interacted with them and it's like oh my god this is what it's all about yeah it's amazing and these Mm -hmm. connections are awesome there's something that it's going to stick with me forever so absolutely yeah excellent uh what has been the most unexpected part of podcasting for you um how challenging and time consuming it is <laughs> which yes. I know that's probably what you're gonna say too but uh I appreciate the challenge and 
I think it's really made us both appreciate the podcast more and the like mm-hmm. the podcasts that we listen to more. So yeah, it's oh yeah, been awesome. But yeah, I'm a little overwhelming at times. Yes, absolutely. Um, I said the same thing. How much time it takes to write and edit an episode is it's a lot. Um, so again, mm-hmm. yeah, so much respect for any podcasters out there. How much time and effort mm-hmm. it actually takes to produce a good show is it's a lot and uh, more people should realize that I think um, I've often seen other podcasts they'll release a new episode and, and you can tell they're excited about it and then right away in the comments people are like we want more I'm already caught up like when's the next one coming out and it's like oh my god if only you like, know you knew <laughs> <laughs> exactly uh, and I haven't gotten that from our fan before other than Colin <laughs> he's the only one that yes, says we need but... to do more but he's an exception I'll, I'll allow it <laughs> yeah well we'll take it from him and that's fine yes um what's been your favorite part of podcasting um the weekly recording dates with Michelle <laughs> have been my favorite <laughs> uh, that's yeah. what I said ah, excellent but honestly getting to talk to you every week yeah I get uh, really overwhelmed when I start to think about how many other people are actually listening to us but yes when it's just you and me talking it's it's the best we and I've I've really missed you these last two weeks I did oh my god two weeks away I had multiple breakdowns and I was like this is not okay this wouldn't happen if we were still recording but it was it was good you could have just called me (laughs) you could have called me oh I know I know you could have called me on Christmas day I would have talked you off the ledge. You know this. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> it's hard to do when you're in the, on the middle of a frozen lake, though, you know. <laughs> I know. It's true. It's true. But no, it's been great um, for that reason, especially. And it's just funny how you expect recording when you listen to a podcast. You think the recording is the big part of podcasting, but it is like the smallest part of podcasting. There's so much more that goes into it oh, yeah. than recording. This is the funnest part. I know. (laughs) Other than, you know, technical issues, but it's fine. Um, (laughs) It's fine. It's fine. Um, I also wanted to say for um, the unexpected part of podcasting, (laughs) words that I mispronounce that I have never (laughs) realized before. And it's not, I mean, I know I'm bad at talking. I know <laughs> I say things wrong, wrong all the time. I always get hung up on words, but it's things like fur. Like I say fur instead of four. And I've really noticed that <laughs> in the last few episodes. And I'm just like, oh, that's my Canadian accent coming out apparently. <laughs> and it's just hilarious. Well, it's fine. It's fine. It's part <laughs> of our charm, right? Right. Sure. <laughs> we'll go with that. Oh, I'm excited for this one. What was your favorite out of context quote? I couldn't choose just one. Oh no, me neither. <laughs> I have four. Me too. Um, my first one is we don't discriminate against the Garys. Oh yeah. Which was, <laughs> I said that in our like first set of yes. out of context quotes about Gary Ridgway and it still makes me laugh. Yes. Um, you said, and I can't remember which episode it was, but hold my meth pipe, Jessica, watch this. And <laughs> that was Doc Antle, <laughs> Tiger King. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, one of yours 
that I also really loved was I'm not really susceptible to monkeys. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) that one gets me. And the last one, (laughs) the last one was a recent one. And it was me when I said, we can't speak on Mr. Gein's behalf. (laughs) (laughs) Fantastic. (laughs) What Uh, about yours? (laughs) Well, you've said two of mine. (laughs) Um, So yeah, for you, I picked out two. And then for myself, I picked out just the one. But I said for you, um, we can't speak on Mr. Gein's behalf. I just... I thought that was great. It sounded like we were his lawyers or something. <laughs> um, and we are not. We are definitely not. And then uh, for myself, my favorite one was, again, I'm not really susceptible to monkeys. Because <laughs> that was it's just such strange wording I chose, but I stand by it. <laughs> I still love that. Um, and then my other one, that I chose for you was, well, yeah, he ate seven humans. <laughs> <laughs> That's from Swift Runner. Yeah. Because <laughs> uh, when I think about that episode, that's what plays in my head. <laughs> oh, so funny. Oh, that's amazing. And for- I love that. I just love in that case. So much. Yes. Just in case anybody's not aware, for every one of our full- main episodes we post on our Facebook and Instagram our favorite out of context quotes so if you have not read those I would recommend going through and reading them like I just did all together to answer this question and it made me laugh so hard (laughs) oh me too I was dying I totally forgot about um we don't discriminate against the Garys and I just started like cry laughing yes (laughs) it's amazing so many of them I was just like when and why did I say that? <laughs> so funny. Uh, yes. Yes. Do you want to tell us about some stats that we've accumulated over the last year? Yeah. Uh, just really quickly, I'm heading on over to our website here, which is murderandmerlot.podbean.com in case anybody wants to check it out. Um, but we got some stats from it. So at this point on January 3rd, we have 3,059 downloads, which is fantastic. Which, holy crap, guys. Yes. That's amazing. Thank you. When you think about us. all the individual people that did that, like it's mind blowing. So we appreciate that. Mm-hmm. And then super cool on our website, we get to see what countries have downloaded our podcast in. So just looking at it now, so many different places. It's super cool. Um, there's Brazil, there's Russia, South Africa, Australia, New Zealand, where else? Malaysia, India, like all over Europe. It's absolutely insane. It's so weird, man. It's so <laughs> weird. It is very weird. And I don't want to think about it too hard <laughs> because it's just wild. Yes overwhelming yes that's all I can say (laughs) again when we record we are talking to each other (laughs) yeah legit like my husband just sneezed in the background and that's just fine because I'm just talking to Tara (laughs) right (laughs) I was honestly waiting for the other two because he always sneezes in threes (laughs) 
Well, he did sneeze twice, uh, but mm. I, you must have not heard the one. I must not have. <laughs> that third one still might come. <laughs> yeah, it'll get you. Uh, so yeah, those are the the stats that I wanted to share. So that is awesome. Yeah. We appreciate yes all of that. Um, all of the downloads, they mean so much and they make a huge difference. Um, and then I wanted to ask for you, what are your goals for 2020? Um, how many downloads do you think we should set our goal as? I would love to double it. Yeah. Right. Oh yeah. Uh, so minimum of 6,000 downloads would be amazing. That would be. Yep. I went higher, mm -hmm. you know, just got to put out the good vibes into the universe. Make it happen. Yeah. bar. Yeah, right. <laughs> I said, I think we should aim for 10,000, which seems like a crazy amount. Wow. But that's what my goal is, <laughs> is that it'll be, it'll be interesting to look back on this. Oh yeah. Uh, next time, next year, like this time next year, you know what I'm trying to say? I do. I do. I know you see, see who was right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> should we make bets? <laughs> Some wagers? No, no, no. <laughs> fair no. enough um we'll both be wrong it'll be horrible <laughs> yes we'll be like i don't want to talk about it <laughs> <laughs> i was gonna pull up our instagram followers but i can no longer do that because my phone is in use <laughs> yes yes um but we are in the 300s for our instagram followers that's all i know yes we have 333 followers fantastic and how many do you think we should have by this time next year? Um, I'm going to shoot a little higher than doubling it because I'm hoping mm -hmm. that we can do that. But I would love to have like a thousand followers. Ah, yeah. Same here. I'll yeah. agree with that. Yeah. yeah. That's our yeah. goal. Excellent. Yeah. Cool. Well, I think that's all of our main year review questions. As long yeah. as nothing else popped into your head. Nope. I think, I think we got them all. Okay. Perfect. Well then, um, well, we're going to include a blooper reel at the end after our oh, <laughs> <God>. plays, uh, <laughs> because whenever I edit, I save clips from every episode of our bloopers or just ridiculous things <laughs> that we say. So I'm going to choose some of those and attach it to the very end of this. Um, so make sure to stick around for that. <laughs> I'm sure it's just going to be a lot of me swearing. That's awesome. Oh, I'm sure there'll be a few of those in there. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. There'll be some good ones. Um, but other than that, we just wanted to thank everybody for listening, participating, interacting with us. It means the world to us, really. Yeah. We can't even put into words what you guys mean to us. So thank you. Just has to cut it for now because... Seriously, we are so overwhelmed by you guys. Mm -hmm. So spread the word. Tell your friends about it. <laughs> Let's yeah. keep growing this thing, even if it's scary and um, overwhelming. We would love to see more of you. Oh, and that reminds me. I've always thought from the beginning that we should have a name for our followers, like every other good podcast. And Absolutely. I've, tried, I've tried out a few and they haven't really <laughs> stuck, but I thought of one. You want to hear it? Are you ready? I do. I'm ready. <laughs> it's going to sound so stupid. <laughs> Merlotters. <laughs> like Merlot, but otters. 
Marauders. Oh my God! Can you can you illustrate that? But that's what I was thinking. Wouldn't that be so cute? Like a little, little water wine, wine, glass. wine glass. Yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking. Oh my! God. I'm on board. Marauders. Okay. I love it. I'm so glad that you like it because I'm like, oh no, this is going to sound so stupid. <laughs> so that's a thing now. We love all of you, little Marauders. <laughs> and yeah, you have to draw that. I will do my best. You don't want me to. <laughs> well, you drew our apocalyptic cow. So that I was did. Great. It's still hanging on my fridge, actually. I love that. <laughs> We're just going to have an assortment of little wacky animals. We also have the tinfoil hat wearing sheep. Wearing sheep. That's so, right. You know, when we come out with a merch collection, this is, it's going to be wild. <laughs> It's going to be good. It's going to be our little funny farm. <laughs> oh my God. I love it. I love uh, it so much. That's fantastic. Uh, that's um, the best. Right. And then before we go, we are going to ask a flapid stuff question. Yes. Yeah. Um, should I ask? Mm, well, I don't have a response written down, so I need time. <laughs> okay. So well. Michelle, um, what is your new year's <laughs> resolution? So I'm not really a resolution person, but last year I did an intentions workshop in January and manifested a word for the year. And so that's what I did for this year as well. Last year, my word was overcome and holy crap, I overcome. Yeah. Overcame a lot of things. You sure did. Um, Sure did. Uh, <laughs> including two root canals on my front teeth. Because yeah. just a why not top off 2020? That's what you really want to go through, right? Yeah, and you know, sending my kids to school and quitting my job, and there's all the things so much more, yeah, personal things. And but my word that I manifested personally for 2021 is hope hope mm -hmm. for the future, hope for my friends and family, hope for better things to come. So, yeah. hope it feels good. And uh, gives me the warm fuzzies. And mm -hmm. for the podcast, um, my word is growth. Love it. I want to grow this thing. Yeah. yeah, that's what we're here to do. Yeah, yeah. I what? I love that so much. What about you, my <laughs> friends? Uh, well, <laughs> for personal, see, I didn't put as much thought into this, and so your answer sounds way better. <laughs> um, but <laughs> personally, I need to keep a tidier house because my house reflects my mental health. So recently, if mm -hmm. you saw my house in the last week, it has been a dumpster fire. Like, honestly, if a fire went through it, it would look better than what it did. And it just, it's mm -hmm. not, it's not healthy. It reminds me of like, uh, all this overwhelming stuff that I have to do. And mm -hmm. on top of that, I need to clean this mess. And it just is not good for mental health. So my goal is to declutter, organize, find homes, homes for things, and um, just be better at that whole tidying thing because it's a reflection of, of my mental health. So I guess in the end is better mm -hmm. mental health, but that's, that's a huge thing that affects it. So I want to tidy that up. <laughs> so um, I've worked a lot on my mental health in the last year. Um, so if I could tell you anything, start small, make your bed every day. Mm-hmm. That's kind of my marker is like, if I can't get my bed made, 
I know that I need to evaluate like my yeah. mental health stuff. Yeah. So Definitely. start small and then the big things will come. Yeah, mm-hmm. totally. Um, and then for podcasts, I mean, I don't have quite <laughs> a deep answer, but um, I mean, growth as well. Of course, I want to grow the thing, but I want to grow a thing to the point where we can get um, a sponsor, <laughs> which sounds shallow when I say it out loud, yes. but it sounds it sounds like an unreachable thing, but it's not. And I think that would be really, really cool. And yeah, it's just, it's something Mm -hmm. to work towards. Absolutely. It's part of, part of it, right? Mm -hmm. Every successful podcast has sponsors. So yeah, absolutely. And then we can just keep working our way up and, you know, do this as a real, you know, like work thing, which it, it already feels like it is, but to actually, right? you know, <laughs> get paid for the work things, that would be cool too. But I don't want to sell <laughs> Generate but... some revenue from yes. it, but you well, know, that... it would be nice. A nice yeah. little perk. Yes. So <laughs> it doesn't sound like a great New Year's resolution, but that's what I'm going with because I didn't write anything else down. <laughs> no, it's, it's perfect. I love it. It's, it's along the same vein of exactly what I said. So mm-hmm. it's good. Oh. I'll add another one just, you know, as a better resolution um, to, <laughs> to plan posts ahead of time. So <laughs> I don't get so overwhelmed when I have to post things, because if you haven't noticed, I get behind in social media stuff because social media stuff is very overwhelming and I want to be better at it. And I don't want to be overwhelmed by it as much anymore. <laughs> so that's another goal of mine. Excellent. That's yes. Wonderful. Yeah. And, and you know, you have a a co-host who can help I know, you I know. whenever you need. But I'm the worst at asking for help. But I do have a new phone now, which is fantastic because ever since we started the podcast in March, I've had zero data. So every time I needed to post something or download something, I've had to delete like 50 pictures in order to like take one picture. So it's been very difficult. So I finally got a new phone. So hopefully that will help in my social media <laughs> posting and stuff. Hopefully. Yes. Yes. Make it a little easier at least. Oh, yeah. But anyways, that's, that's what I got. Yeah, that's awesome. So make sure to answer our question as well. We want to know, do you have any New Year's resolution? Do you have a word? Do you just have like, fuck you 2020? We want to know. And let us know what you think about the episode. You can email us at murderandmerlot at gmail.com. Find us on Instagram at podcast, Facebook at podcast, and Twitter at murderandmerlot1. You can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, and pretty much anywhere else you can find podcasts. We would love if you, we would love if you subscribed, <laughs> and if you don't, you're dead to me. And remember, we are reading two books for our next mm-hmm. book club series: um, "Serial Killer's Daughter" by Carrie Rawson and "Confessions of a Serial Killer: The Untold Story of Dennis Rader, the BTK Killer" by Catherine Ramsland. And both are fantastic. I've mm-hmm. finished one of them already. I'm in the middle of the other, but I just want to say I want to punch BTK in the face. Oh, yes. Yep. We are not and that's a fan. All I'm going to say about that. It's the worst. And we're going to tell you all about it in a couple episodes. Michelle's going to take that yeah. on. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's going to be fun. Yeah. I've started the one book, but I haven't received the other one from Amazon yet. So screw you, Amazon. Hurry up, because I'm dying to read it. 
I think they um, are getting through their backlog of things. So you should get it hopefully this week. I hope so. Hopefully. Yeah. (laughs) So the plan is for next week, we're going to do morning news and then fingers crossed we'll have our first Mm -hmm. DK episode after that. Fingers crossed, but we don't make promises. Just saying. (laughs) Yeah. It's a lot. It's a lot. We'll see how that goes. Yeah. It's a lot. Um, Yeah. But anyway. Anyways. Remember to drink wine because it's not good to keep things bottled up. Bye. Bye. have that happy like pop like champagne does pop of that champagne (laughs) (laughs) thunk out that wine yeah (laughs) thunk it out (laughs) whoa (laughs) (laughs) that was a monster prepare for this podcast at all but I'm a meat person um, what can you say yeah <laughs> actually I'm married to a meat person I'm a carb person <laughs> sorry married to a meat person <laughs> <laughs> why isn't that on the recording <laughs> <laughs> I think we're all technically meat people <laughs> okay Dahmer settle down <laughs> I want a yak. Yeah. Wiley last year said he was going to buy me a longhorn calf, and then he never did. So I would also be satisfied with that, but I really want a yak. (laughs) We get a highland. You can Mm. have the horns and the fuzz. Oh, they're so cute. Mm -hmm. Yes, you should definitely do that. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Need to do some fencing, though. Yeah. Yeah. And this is our our newest podcast called The Farmer Podcast. (laughs) Farming with Tara Michelle. Apparently. (laughs) Welcome to the funny farm. (laughs) That's a good idea. (laughs) Funny farm would be a great podcast. I know. What happened today? Oh, well, that bitch Bertha (laughs) took a run at me. Went through a fence. <laughs> shoot me first turned into shoot me last and shoot me twice. <laughs> uh, uh, I guess who we're eating tonight. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh, we're sick. I love this it. Is, this is now a thing. <laughs> oh boy.
Hmm. I mean, if we ever get a Patreon, this could be our Patreon episodes. <laughs> right? We just after, yeah, after recording. We'll sit around and drink wine and chat. <laughs> just just bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> Talk great. about feeling things. <laughs> <laughs> All the things. Talking about We might lose Patreons people. by that. <laughs> this is exclusive it's only for the real fucked up <laughs> if you, you want to get in these minds you can't complain that's our rules <laughs> right you complain we kick you out yeah but still give us money yeah <laughs> we'll keep your money and you'll get kicked out <laughs> these are our terms <laughs> you're locked in <laughs> but no banned. bullshit bitches <laughs> no bullshit bitches oh it's great I got wine mouth. It's disconnecting things. I get it. It's cool. Call me, text me, whatever. Anytime. Call me, beat me if you want to reach me. <laughs> like, impossible. <laughs> sure. You could try to beat me. I don't. You don't have a pager? Not anymore. Oh. <laughs> Not Let's since I was in like junior high because I'm that old. We should bring them back. <laughs> And bag phones. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And yes. You just unplug when you don't want to talk to people. It's like, I'm, I'm out. Like, I'm staying out tonight. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> unplug my phone. <laughs> Sammy always believed that the story she would... Sammy always believed that the... Oh, my God. Sammy always believed the story... <laughs> I don't know why the sentence is so hard. Blooper reel. Ugh. Seriously, it was awful. I couldn't stay awake for longer than like half an hour at a time on Wednesday. I'm pretty sure my kids watched five movies. <laughs> and I saw like half hour increments of all of them. Yeah. And then I would like pass out again. Des is downstairs working and like James, uh, there was points that James would come and talk to me. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, mom, mom. Mom and my I remember my eyes flicking open and looking at him and I just like closed them and went back to sleep and I heard him say, She's dead. While he's watching uh the Beverly Hillbillies. Oh nice. Des is watching Letter Kenny, so nice. I told yeah. him that you have to stop scream laughing because I'm going to be recording. He's like, Well then I can't watch Beverly Hillbillies. I'm like, Well, then stop watching it. So what is a Wendigo? According to the Canadian Encyclopedia.com, a Wendigo is a supernatural, supernatural, oh my God. <laughs> I swear, I could talk so well yesterday when I was practicing this. A Wendigo is a supernatural, oh my God. <laughs> supernatural. Supernatural. I've never had a problem <laughs> saying that word before. <laughs> That's going on the blooper rule real oh my god <laughs> i can't wiley just tells people that i do some serial killer thing i'm pretty because <laughs> like a bunch, my brother my dad like a bunch of people are just like so like what's this murder talk thing? about a serial killer like all of them are just they just say serial killer so i'm like okay common denominator everybody was told by wiley by wiley <laughs> And everybody's saying serial killer. So yeah, yeah, he's just telling people I'm doing serial killer things. <laughs> we decided to do that was um, to do some giveaways. 
Do you want to say that sentence again? Yeah. It was a struggle. Yeah, it was hard. It was rough. <laughs> um, there's literally shooting happening outside of my house right now. I don't know why or where it's coming from, but I'm going to close the window. So hopefully it's not possible. Okay. <laughs> Oh, get some gunshots in the background. That's it's fine. Normal. It's festive. <laughs> it's totally fine. <laughs> 46. Did you hear that? Ghost child. Mm-hmm. That was definitely Hugo that had to poop. I know that sound. <laughs> I thought that was a child. <laughs> nope. Hugo has to poop. <laughs> Poor dude. Poor dude. Sounds rough. Well, apparently like um fish people take like have yeah have selfie sticks so then they can take pictures of their fish <laughs> fish people you know what the i common mean thing with fish people <laughs> people that fish <laughs> i feel like the moment you start recording like everything in my brain is gone mm-hmm like I can have all these opinions and smart things to say and then we start recording and I'm like, I don't know shit about fuck. <laughs> like, I know. And I literally have to have like little notes like, I know. I might not say it just like that, but. But like. I want to be witty here. Remember? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Otherwise, I don't know how to human. You're doing lots of moving over there. <laughs> I have like. A cramp in my ass. Okay. <laughs> I was like, out of the corner of my eye, I'm like, is she trying to get my attention or <laughs> no? is she uncomfortable? No. My butt hurts. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> the officers then mentioned that they had been advised by a forensic odontologist. Mm, that didn't sound right. <laughs> forensic odontologist, I think. Odontologist. Yes, that sounds yeah. better. Which is so funny because that word was stuck in my head the other day and I kept saying it over and over again. And then now we're recording and I'm like, nope. Don't know, don't know what that word is. <laughs> yeah. Good times. 2020 we, is fun. <laughs> remember when we thought we just had to make it to April and everything would be back to normal? <laughs> right? We're on what level 26 of Jumanji now? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Fuck, yeah. I hope those big mosquitoes don't come. <laughs> right? They're the worst. Remember when we had murder hornets? That was fun. <laughs> yeah, for a couple of days, and everybody's like, oh, well, that wasn't scary enough. <laughs> and of course, remember to drink wine because it's not good to keep things balled up. <laughs> Bye. Bye. I fucked it up because I was laughing because I was like, that was so good. <laughs> I was like, because we pointed at each other. Yeah. <laughs> uh...